to talk. I gotta tell what I feel. And welcome back to episode number 141 of OU Radio. With me in studio, Wayne Thompson Jr., 97.1 ZHT. With us also, our guest, Keith McDonald, newest member of the Earhole Media Network. Yes, it's sir. the People's Pod Show featuring DJ Street Jesus. Yeah. And with us, as always, sadly, my friend, not yours, Mr. <laughs> Doom and Gloom. Just kidding, Sasha Bloom himself. It never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> He's my friend, too, man. What are you talking about? He's my friend. He's my best friend. I'm standing for a reason, McKeon. <laughs> He's actually standing. I'm so fucking mad at you. Yeah? I have a new anthem. You didn't play it. She said I'm obsessed with thick women, and I agree. Yeah. That's right. I like my girls. BBW. Damn. <laughs> BBW, baby. Yeah, so thick that everybody else in the room is so uncomfortable. Ass on Houston, Texas, but the face look just like Claire Huxtable. Oh. You understand now? Yeah. I'm going to have a radio station out on the East Coast called WBBW. <laughs> I like, Just because I could. I'd like to draw the comparison uh, between Drake and, and Sasha. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, you, you, you've got the, the Jewish link right yeah. there. We both have no talent. I really oh, like Drake. Man. I like Drake because both, he can play the game. You, bo- I, you both have infectious smiles. <laughs> We both may or may not be HIV positive. <laughs> oh, wow. Told you to lay off you, you some both, of those you, girls, you, man. You both, like, you both like women with tremendous hindquarters. Yes. Huge asses. Yep. Hey, there you I go. I mean, there's a, that's, that's enough, you know, uh, causality to let <laughs> you guys right there. Man, you can put a cup on it, bro. Hey, there you go. You do you, man. Do you. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to kill you right now. Just wait till I take a sip of my water and I'm going to. Put it down and bust a cat. No, there's this big problem going ar- around here at iHeartMedia in Salt Lake City. I take photos of very <laughs> plump women, beautiful BBWs. Big Why is this a problem? Yeah, what? <laughs> Why is this a problem? And BBW. all these people make fun of me saying, oh, my God, you're fat shaming these women. No, it's his real delight, I guess. But if I were to take photos of skinny, normal, pretty women, they'd be like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. Good job, Bloom. Yeah. But if I take a picture of Bunny... I'm an asshole. <laughs> and this guy has threatened, Wayne Thompson Jr. has threatened to take me to HR over this oh, stuff. Oh, hell no. no I did not. You snitching? I, I would never do that. Those you know are what? some weighty, those are some really weighty allegations. Do, wow, I know, right? Come on, man. Put on a lawyer up right now, bro. <laughs> lawyer up. Let's, let's wow. see what's going on, bro. Suit up wow. and boot up and lawyer up. I have a serious appreciation for, you know, in fact, I actually called you my... Uh, uh, every he, time he, he thinks I'm his gesture, <laughs> <laughs> and it's rude and it's humiliating. I love it because I look forward to him coming into work so I can have some sort of entertainment, you know. Because a lot of the times during the weekday, I'm like stuck in a studio, just like working on paperwork and stuff like that, and I don't get to have like this entertainment value until he comes in and he greets me every time the same way. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been laughing at Sasha for about four years now. You are probably one of the most entertaining people I know. And neither one of you have helped me in my career. Come on, man. 
What am I doing right now, bro? Go to bat for me with the suits in this building. I try. You've never even contemplated about getting me over on the other side of What radio. did I just tell you uh, about? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I you? just told you about that. He's been sipping that haterade today, man. I tell you what. And for those of you who are wondering... Mix 1079 is doing a radio star search where we're looking for a new DJ. You can find out more information at mix1079fm.com. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. Well, there you go, Sasha. What? Come on, Sasha, man. Sasha's Sasha. already got that corporate. I mean, he's got that corporate vibe uh, <laughs> done. He already does, well. man. And you could have Bunny on your show as your first guest. Bro. Yeah. She'd be my co-host. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Keith, man, what you been up to? Tell me about your new show that you got. Wow, that was, you just, you just, just going to blindside you. <laughs> it's such a deep question yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you going to just take the spotlight off of you and just, just shine right on me like that. Let's huh? Just throw it on Keith, you know, there we go. <laughs> for for well, those of you who don't know, Keith used to be on our show back in our days at KU. Yes, yes, you guys broke me in the radio. You're like, what are you doing, kid? And and kind of just sat me over here and told me not to mess up. <laughs> Don't mess up, kid. Sit over here and watch what we do. But no, um, as you know, I, I'm I'm real uh, deep in uh, in the social justice world. I guess you could say, getting my degree in 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 social work. And- do, do you consider yourself an activist? I don't know. I don't, I don't like to put that label on myself because it makes me sound like a hipster. Back in the sixties, though, yeah. I don't. They, they were, they were, they were people. I guess I don't. I don't like. To, I don't like saying activists. I don't like to say revolutionary or militant or anything like that. They're loaded words, but I like to. I like community engagement. I like working with with young people. You know, that's a passion of mine. Speaking of that, did you participate in the the rallies that took place downtown oh, oh, recently? Oh no, I, got, I have a, I have a very strong opinion on that. First of all. I'm not going out and protesting with anybody until my bail money situation is straight beforehand. Yeah, you know real. what I'm saying? Like, like if I don't have bail money, I'm not going out to protest with y'all. Now, what do I look like? <laughs> now, what do I look like? The only, the only black dude in a in a in a circle of white folks screaming about social justice and letting the police take drone pictures of me. Like that don't even that doesn't even sound logical to me. You know, um, I, I just I just feel like it puts uh, it puts especially young men, uh, young black men, when we have such attention with the police right now, having unplanned and unorganized protests puts them in a bad situation. Oh, for real. And, I, and I don't think I don't think it's right for us to ask our young people to do that. I think we as adults need to uh, hit the hit the problem where it surfaces. And that's from our legislators. You know, the police are just a sword. You know, the legislators, the judicial system, they're they're wielding that sword, and we need to be at their door because the, the police, they're not going to change unless we make them change. You know, we start getting them locked up for some of this some of this cowboy stuff they do. That's just inspirational right here, man. Look at Listen to this dude right here, man. So with the protests that happened in Salt Lake, there was no violence. There was no even attempt of violence from the mob or from the police department towards the mob. But it brought attention. All five news outlets plus the newspapers focused on this. There was an inflagration on Yahoo about it trending number one or in the top five. British so people, too, took, took it to it the news. did do something to slap the legislators in their face and the police chiefs and the sergeants and all these people that— or quote unquote running afoul on young 
peoples in this community. No? I mean, it, it says something to the backlash after the event, but when you look at uh, Mike Brown, when you look at uh, Freddie Gray, when you look at Tamir Rice, none of those men were, convic- were convicted. They were charged. They were uh, they were charged with a crime, but they weren't convicted of the crime. So it, it brings a light to it, you know, in the in the weeks after that. But you got to keep up with the story because the the police officer still might not, you know, might go to a desk, might still be on the beat, or might not. And and then and at the end of the day, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to you know condemn a man for doing his job or whatever happened or whatnot. I'm just talking about the instances in which there are clear violations of human rights, like with Tamir Rice. You know, you shot him from a car driving by and didn't give him a chance to comply with you. You know, stuff like that. That officer was not convicted of murder. Should he have? Definitely. 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 I mean, you know, and being a veteran, I think it's a difference between, you know, there's a similarity between being in the military and being a fireman and being a police officer. You're seen as a hero. When I I have a holiday, you know, and I go around town and people give me free food and they pat me on the back and they thank me for my service. Well, in, in relation to that, I have to hold myself to a higher standard than 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 um. The, than a criminal does, than a, than a, than a terrorist does, than a, than a, than a uh, you know, somebody of that nature does. And I feel like that with the police officers. You have to hold yourself to a higher standard than a crook. You can't just be out here, uh, you know, cowboy John Wayne in it and shooting people when they have non-threatening issues. You know what I'm saying? A kid with a gun, somebody with a broomstick, somebody that's handcuffed in the back of your car, your car and ends up dead. That's your responsibility. You know, that that's how I feel about it. He's a wise man. Wise, that's all I can say. Man, he, I don't I, I made a lot of mistakes. That's what it is, man. <laughs> a lot of mistakes, man. And 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 I think that on both sides, on the on the activist side and also on the side of the uh especially of the law enforcement, that people need to come to a common ground. You know, we all wanna see our kids grow up. You know what I'm saying? We all wanna, you know, live stress free and not have have to look over our shoulders, you know what I'm saying, uh, and think somebody's trying to harm us, you know? So what's the solution? Do you disarm the police? Do you disarm America as a whole? And then you have only a military with guns? Because there's a big slippery slope that arises with police shootings. Now, it is atrocious that they're not allowing young women and young men to grow up to have the opportunity to make adult decisions. But... If a cop pulls up and he's getting the dispatch, there's a guy on the ground getting his life beat out of him by this man. Cops show up. He has a long weapon. They say, hey, get to the ground. He turns around, and he's got this stick or broom, and he gets shot. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. And it's never going to be perfect, you know? It's never going to be a perfect situation. So— like I said earlier, I can't condemn the police officer without knowing the facts or being there. And it's not one of those situations like, you know, that's a, that's so egregious where you can point and say, look, this is wrong. But I think the solution lies in mental health. You know, mm-hmm. I think just cr- calling people in. And we joke about, you know, Delonte West and, and Lamar Odom and people like that on TMZ. But mental health is a big, serious issue, man. Saying somebody is crazy is is a, a, a broad, sweeping statement. It could be a lot of things wrong with somebody. And it doesn't always show up when they're young. It doesn't always show up, uh, you know, in everyday life. But something happens and then they can't they can't deal with reality. So I think we need to start 
putting an increased emphasis on mental health and trying to help people through their problems so they don't before they snap off. Not after they snap off, but before they snap off, you know? Yeah, it's a tough situation for me because then we start putting people on lithium or Prozac and we start really screwing with their brain chemistry and then they get labeled as attention deficit disorder or bipolar or schizophrenic and if you get labeled bipolar, you're done. You're not getting a job in this country. You're not having healthy relationships because those terms, yeah, they, they might be real, but they completely... Define. Destroy a brain because it become defined with I'm fucking psycho. Yeah. So and would you rather would you rather have people with a with a you know an unsavory label or would you rather have people lose lose control of their emotions and come back and shoot their office up? You know, like that couple on the East Coast or like plenty of Americans, like that Uber driver in Michigan. Yeah, you know? that was crazy, man. Just just going crazy and. I don't want to. I don't want to condemn because you know I, I was in the military. I work with munitions, and once you start talking about reg- regulating guns, man, the NRA just starts uh-huh. popping up everywhere. You know, it's not just them. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. You 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 can't you can't take away something that is so indoctrinated to our culture as Americans, is, mm-hmm. and which is the right to bear arms. But in the same breath, you can't. We can't keep having these violent outbursts as well. You know, so it, like you said, it's a slippery slope. I think mental health and I think regulating how people get guns. So maybe a short questionnaire, you know, because when I went to the military before they let me get next to the guns and munitions, they made me take a test. Mm-hmm. 400 questions and they would ask you all type of stuff to determine whether or not you, you know, needed some help. Do you, you remember any of the questions or anything? Bruh, the questions were crazy. Like, does your spirit leave your, your body at night and float Fuck across yeah. the room? <laughs> what? Can you, can, you what? See, can you see germs on a doorknob? And then and then and then what they would do is they'll ask you the same questions in different ways. Oh my so, gosh. so it might it, it might catch you up. Do <laughs> you <might> <laughs> your time. grandparents visit you at night every yeah, single night yeah, yeah, from yeah, the like, dead? Like, like do, what's up with this, dude? Do you believe in astral projection and all this other stuff? It's 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 kind of wild. And in the same breath, you can be a witch in in the military as well. You know? What? Oh, let you be a Wiccan. What? Wiccan is a is an actual religion. Are so you saying like, can you practice your Wiccan on? Dude, you get time to go practice Wiccan. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wiccan so Sasha would f- be able to practice big girls, BBW. If you could prove it, that's what I learned about this country, and that's and that's kind of my thing with the, the protesters and anything, man. If you can make a strong enough argument for anything in this country, it's some money to back you, you know? And if you make a strong enough argument to the right people, though, to the right people, complaining to the cops aren't the right people. You know, we just hired a mayor. In this country, in this city, we just hired a mayor. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be putting pressure on her. Oh, yeah. she's you know getting a lot of. Pr- I've been seeing a lot of these interviews too, where she's in this hard place right now. Where, in fact, I was listening to KSL the other day, and she was on the radio with them and actually hung up, what? hung up in the middle of their conversation, just like I gotta go, whatever, like just dipped out of their whole interview. It's crazy, man. And so she's getting a lot of heat for this. And as you were saying, she's brand new, too. I I just don't know if I would actually come into an interview and handle it that way, especially when you're new to the, you know, representing the city and stuff. But the other thing I'm wondering, too, is she said she's seen the footage. She's seen it. Only a handful of people have seen the footage, but the public, the general public is not 
been able to see the footage, which kind of makes a lot of people out there think that something's being hidden from the public. Well, they have to edit the videos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly here it. Go. Here, we go. You know? here we go. And she says something super suspect, too. She said something like, uh, when I was watching it, I was watching it as the mayor. Do you remember that? She yeah, said she that? said, as the mayor, and the police department is below me. That's yeah, why she said it like that. I was like, said. oh, my goodness. Like, that, that, she has to make a hard decision, man. Yeah, so, I mean, it, some folks have said, I, I think on KSL they were saying something to the effect of the way she worded it when they were asking her questions was almost like she was upset with the police department for what they had done. So it kind of leads the, the listener to think, huh, maybe the police did do something wrong. And then the other folks are sitting there thinking, hey, well, most often, if the police are in the right, in most cases, they'll release the video immediately. In this case, they're not doing that. And yeah. so it leads a lot of people to wonder, you know? So we'll it's see a, what happens. It's a tough situation. I don't think as an ethnic minority in Utah that going in the street, putting a target on your back, and letting groups that would rather have you, you know, fail or look bad, take pot shots at you is the best way to do it. Before, and I st- I, I'm a, you know, I, I'm an ethnic studies major at the, at the greatest, uh, at the flagship university yep. in Utah. The only university in the city. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, we, oh, study, we study a lot about the, uh, oh, about the civil rights movement. And, and before Malcolm X put people out there, you know, like that before Martin Luther King put people out there like that, they trained. You know, they had a plan. They knew what to do if somebody said something mm-hmm. to them. They knew what to do if somebody spit on them or or hosed them. And they knew where they were going to meet and how they were going to get bailed out of jail, which is my number one thing. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need You're like, I'm not going to do anything unless I have the money to back it. I can back get myself it, out. Illegal yeah. representation. Hey, those Sasha. two things. <laughs> <laughs> Those two things. So, so I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not, I'm not mad at the spirit. I love the spirit. I just wonder. I just wonder when I look at these, these groups and these people. You know, objectively, who, who's leading it? What, what are we planning to get out of it exactly? Like, do we want this guy to get fired? Do we want the video to be released? Do we want a reform of how uh, arrests are made in Salt Lake City? Like, there's a lot of things to speak about. What did you think about local media's portrayal of the victim with his hat turned backwards? Because it made me think, yeah. a thug oh, he's a thug. Yep. And you know what? Oh, I remember you bringing that up, too, man. That's age old, though, man. I mean, I... But the kid's probably been involved in hundreds and hundreds of pictures throughout his life. Yep. And you have to just take the one with his hat backward. Yep. Like, why? What? And you know the comments sections of... And not just local television Uh, people. I'm talking about like CNN and Yahoo and stuff. People said the exact things that you were saying, man. They are judging him by the the footage, Mm -hmm. by the photo. Like somebody said, well, just look at him. He's a thug. Yeah, he's really, really black. Right. And I'm sitting here like, (laughs) okay, so you you really are judging the photo. And as Sasha, like you said to me before, a a picture speaks a thousand Mm -hmm. words. And you were, I remember you pointing that out. And lo and behold, dude, it really has become an issue. No, it's not actions that start revolutions. It's images. Yeah. And in this Mm. digital world we live in, it's it's footage. Donald Trump could say whatever he want, but without certain images, he won't get elected. The wars don't end unless that little girl in Vietnam is running naked after she's been napalmed. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
you know, it's not a congressman's decision. We're going to pull out of Vietnam. <laughs> no, you finally saw a picture of a girl that got broken up by Agent Orange. Yeah. That's what ended the war. It was Abu Ghraib and those images that restructured our international relations with Muslims in the Middle East. It wasn't George Bush saying, we're going to be nicer to you people. Mm -mm, that's yeah. not how it works. The Ferguson stuff didn't escalate without a camera there. Right. Oh yeah, uh, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't think a lot of the people would have fully understood. I mean, and across the those country, without that. tapes probably haven't been released because they knew that it upset the community. And you show video of a white police officer shooting a 16-year-old African kid who's here as a refugee because he's escaped genocide. Yeah. There's going to be some serious issues. You got to let it die down. And that's what I'm wondering. If it does get released, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that you know? People are going to start up this revolution up here in if Salt Lake. Nah, on Tuesday, it would have. Yeah. Not, not oh, yeah, in, if it was released earlier. Not yeah. in not in Utah, man. Well, see, and that's I, what I, I thought see, about it initially, too. Not in Utah, into this. man. This, this, it's not. I don't think the cauldron of emotions is hot enough here like it was in Watts in the 70s, like oh, it was yeah. in Ferguson, like it was in. I think it's getting there as a country, but I don't think Utah is 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 is, is bubbling over. It's a it's a it's a sweet life here, man. Like when yeah. you when you when you add up, you know, what I'm saying all the other places, it's a sweet life here, you know. And I think people are starting to get upset because the number of police shootings are starting to outnumber the amount of gang shootings. And when that starts yeah, happening, yeah. you start looking like, like, man, the police are killing more people than the gang bangers are. And it, and it starts to become a little bit more clear to people. But we still have this chasm in this country that one, one half of the country thinks that, you know what I'm saying, whatever's written in law is, is, is right. And you got to go by that. And then you got this other, uh, you know, group of people who you know take anything you see and related to a conspiracy and it's like these two groups of people are colliding in, in, in behind bernie sanders and trump right before our eyes right now oh man and trump too <laughs> yeah so i was gonna ask you about that what do you think about trump and the uh his tiny hands <laughs> <laughs> now the, yeah this, like that guy wants to be president he's talking about size really nah, yeah. what, what kills me is man the thing that kills me and and you know i've been you know, I've been politically active since I was a teenager, man. I, I used to take, you know, people in my neighborhood in Chicago to vote for local offices with me, man, and we never won, ever. <laughs> well, you come from the most corrupt city in the union, Thank sir. you, Carol Mosley Braun, for never winning and, and, and just crushing my hopes of, of, of uh, putting a politician in office. But, you know— I blame Saul before you go, you know, blaming her. Well— That's a corrupt city you come from, man. Oh, and, and Utah is just, it's just so, so, so above board, you know? Wait, Detroit, right? No, I'm from Chicago. Oh, uh, why was that? Yeah, I knew that. Like, why did I say let's that? Act like, let's, act, let, let's not act like uh, nobody slaughtered a whole group of people to take this valley out here. Oh, <laughs> let's wow. talk about corruption. Let's talk about corruption here. And I mean, the mafia has moved down the 15 from Chicago. So talk, you got them down in Vegas. Talk, no, that's I-80. That's I-80, man. Yeah, they used to, wait, they wait, used to I stop through Ogden. Ogden. Oh, oh, I heard, yeah, Ogden yeah. has... Uh, I had an underground type situation going on as far as drug about, dealing. I don't talk about the mafia or none of that being from Chicago. I just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just say, yeah, nice people. 
is uh, kind of an oasis out of normal statistics of Utah. Like less less than half the city is is a predominant religion now. Governmental. It's, kind of it's, it's democratic. Demo- mayor, they yeah. haven't had a Republican mayor in Salt Lake City since like the '60s. I mean, the city itself is changing every single day. So, I mean, that's that's one thing yeah, that the, I feel the, like it opens up, and I, I think it's great to have people come here. Like the yourself, money not man. changing, though. The money not changing. <laughs> the, the Mormons. The Mormons. Last time I checked, were the third richest landowning corporation in the world. Wow. Wow. You know who the first is right. The Catholics, of course. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Catholics okay. Own, own land everywhere, everywhere. When they, when they, when they uh, start doing ex, ex, uh, wow, I can't say that word. When they start doing play, uh, rocket flights to Mar- Earth too, they're gonna have the church up there too. <laughs> they're gonna be the first people up there. <laughs> Craziness, man. <laughs> so Johnny McKeon yeah. stumbled upon a phenomenal book. It's Kanye West everywhere in the news. Explain this book to us, sir. Okay, so in either 2007, 2008, I can't quite remember, Kanye West came to the Maverick Center, and he did a concert with NERD, Rihanna, and uh, Lupe Fiasco. And then after the concert, he gave out this book called Thank You and You're Welcome. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, though. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to read a quote from it. Let me. uh... Beyonce had the greatest album of all time. Let me see here. Mitt Romney doesn't care about black people. <laughs> so here we go. Here's here's a here's an excerpt. Would you believe in what you believe in if you were the only one who believed in it? As strong as my opinions are, I often ask people questions just to make sure that I'm right. If, <laughs> 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 if no one agreed with me on things like I should have won or blacks are more homophobic, would I stick to my beliefs or conform? When someone is strong enough to believe in something only they believe in, people are going to call them crazy. Sometimes crazy is a label that the average put on the exceptional. Let's see. Here's another quote. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Well, let's, let, let's think about this for a second. Yeah. <laughs> he says sometimes he asks people questions to see if he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that. That back and forth goes. <laughs> uh, am I the greatest artist in the world? <laughs> I, am, I, I am, aren't I? <laughs> Thanks, Kim. You're so supportive. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, I the more, wh- what do you think about what's going on with Kanye West, man? Is it is it the fame? Is it the attention that Kim Kardashian has brought? What what happened? You know, like, cause I, 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 I'm a big Kanye West fan. His first three albums, they're still in my car. You feel me? Like, they're they're some of my favorite things ever. And I just, I look at him now, and I just don't know what to think. Some of my fam went to high school with him. I think Polaris High School in Chicago is like a magnet school for for uh, talented or gifted kids. And I remember when I was away at college, oh, away at uh, boarding school, and I got a call, and I was like, my friend was like, check out this Jay-Z album, man. This guy from my school is on there and stuff. And I'm like, he's all right, he's all right. You know, and I, I started following him, and, you know, he made me real proud for two albums. I'm like, man, this dude really got in that. And I, then he met um, Amber Rose, and then everything just started. You know, that 808 and Heartbreak kind of like just was like the cliff for me. It just did. Yeah. I think I think this is a combination of his mom, you know, passing away. Yeah. And, and not having anybody to reel him in. I know if I'd have my mom around, I'd probably be a, 
a rap scallion as well, you know, and, and do and say some crazy things. But then again, I think he might be trolling us, you know. Yeah. I think I think he understands, or I think his publicist understands his image, and they know the best way to use it to get a rise out of people. Hashtag fingers in the booty, bitch. Yeah, like come on now, that that is classic stuff right there. That is a classic back and forth, and I just think that a lot of these young or or pop stars like Young Thug and Kanye West and Justin Bieber and Chris Brown, they know how to manufacture publicity. And and you don't do it by, hey, hey, I got a I got a, a a release at a mall. No, you do it over social media. You do it sloppy and messy so the world can see it and laugh at it. So to bring it back around to you in this world of injustice and social decline, is it good for young human beings to have Kanye West on a platform? Nah, yo, I think that energy, Should he be censored? Nah, nah. I don't think you could censor Slippery Slope, man. I don't think you could censor artists like that. But I, I do think that the energy we put out for the young people today, the commercialism, the the uh, idol worship, you know, and stuff like that, I think it, it kind of messes with their psyche, you know? But that's, that's neither here nor there. I think that, you know... You, you got to let people be people, man. Like, you know, you can't censor him, you know, but you can kind of take what he says with a grain of salt. Like, he's trying to sell you records at the end of the day. He's not, he's not, you know, a policymaker. He's not somebody that's going to impact your life beyond what you do while you clean up your but place. But he compares himself to the greatest artisans in the world and to Jesus Christ himself. Exactly. Like, is that healthy for a young man? So did David Koresh. <laughs> He's the same and the thing. government put him down uh, uh, yeah well once Kanye rents a mansion out and starts sleeping with young girls <laughs> I'm pretty sure the government will put him down too <laughs> you know but but my, my thing is people know and now now with the internet and with my phone I can have something across the world in seconds people know that I they can create publicity like that he has over 5 million followers I'm betting on Twitter millions oh it's more than that exactly and he says he's broke and everybody goes crazy oh my god how can he be broke he's putting out half truths and getting people to buzz over an album uh. over half truths and acting acting nutty you know and we don't even know if he's penning any of this stuff his publicist could be on his phone doing all of this yeah well, wow. so have you heard his new album, Life of Pablo? I have no one has no I've heard it and I'm 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 I'm, a, I'm upset at him because he made it like he, he made it like an Indiana Jones voyage to get to the album. Like you can't buy it. You gotta like go to title. And I'm not messing with title, man. I'm sorry. I'm not messing with nothing streaming. I don't want to stream nothing from you guys. I just want to have the music I like on my computer. And it's no way to do that without going through title. So I listened to it a couple times. It's actually not bad. But oh, the beats are incredible. But dude doesn't write his own music like Shy the Prince and Rhyme Fest and, and and Consequence and other people write his material, so it's hard to put him in that upper echelon of artists. So who would you consider would be some of the upper echelon artists in your hip hop opinion right now? Like yeah. re total relevance or like who's relevant right now? Both. Like total relevance, I I have to put in hip hop. I have to put KRS One, LL Cool J, Rakim. What about Nas? Nah. I have to go. Oh, I have to do with the guys that that kind of taught them how to do what they was doing, man. Yeah. You can't you can't get there without a a Grandmaster Flash and and uh, and a Furious Five. Like you can't get there without a uh, 
a cool herc. Ooh, yeah, that's my fifth cool herc right there. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like th- those are the. But like, who's hot right now? Like I have to say, with the people, I have to say like Future, Drake, uh, Chance the Rapper. Kendrick, Kendrick, yeah, Kendrick is boring to me, bro. See, I yes, feel the same yes, way. Yes, he is. He thank sucks. you. I've been I, okay. Thank you. I feel the same way. Every time Kendrick I try to listen like, to new songs, I just get so it's, bored. It's like listening to Andre three thousand on shrooms. With I don't that, like, like Andre with, with like no punchlines. It's yeah. like he's just like is sitting there scatting the whole time. It's like, dude, rap for me, please. Just please rap. Uh, stay on beat. Like do something. Like I, <laughs> I, I mean, I like this first. His first. You know, Good Kid, Mad City was classic. Then the second one, I'm like, he got too much into poetry. And then this new one, Untitled, Unmastered, that's like a crock of crap. Like, why come out with it and say it's untitled and unmastered? Like, you're a professional artist. Why come out with Untitled, Unmastered stuff? Well, because you're hot right now and you don't have any other ideas, so you're going to put out some stuff and get some money from your fans. It's like a mixtape, but it's not a mixtape. I weird. don't know what yeah. it is, dude. But he's got, like, some beat on there by, like, Swiss Beats' son, who's five. And it's like... I don't know if a five-year-old could do your job. Like, bruh, like, for real? I, I don't want a five-year-old doing no open-heart surgery. I don't want no five-year-old on a construction site. But a five-year-old could make the beat for your album. That's not saying a lot about what you do as a craft, bro. Yeah. It's not. So so what do you think about this direction that hip-hop's kind of taken now? Like this, this, I think it's too much of that. Like, if, if somebody could come in and do it without no knowledge uh, i think it needs to get back to the music like when when people could really play instruments and and like you know what i'm saying i want i'm looking for the next roots man i'm looking for the next you know group that's going to take it somewhere it hasn't been before you know i just i'm just sick of people talking about dabbing and 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 leaning and 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 and, and, and. <laughs> wait <it's like- laughs> Yeah, I was just like, yeah. It's, 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 like, it's so old, though. When Everyone's people, doing that right now. When you see, people, when you see like old suburb, when you see old suburban women playing playing uh, basketball in their driveway with their kids dabbing and stuff, it's like time to go now. Okay, yeah, just it's like time to that. Be on to the next watch one me, wait, watch me. As soon as you had grandparents doing that stuff, yeah, and like moms and dads, it's like, nah, it's, it's not even. Now you look up, you look up, and all the all the young people ain't on Facebook anymore. They on Snapchat and, and Instagram. Man, well, they've been on Instagram, man, but now they on Snapchat. Like, if you're on Facebook, you're old, bro. <laughs> like for real, we getting into the to the time where we kind of got to look back at trends and not like set them. We kind of looking back for trends and stuff like that. I noticed that um, it doesn't bother me. I like it. I, I used to I, I dab on them. You know, my son look at me like I'm crazy. But it's time. <laughs> it's, it's time. To, it's time. To, it's time to get on to something else, though. So, so Keith. Tell me, tell me about your show, man. Like, tell me about the pe- People's Pod show. Yeah, so yes, people's- I basically just have a convergence of my podcast and my community service and a, a, some of my friends who do music and and have their own businesses, and I just do a pod show for the people. So we 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 talk and 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 you know this this uh month on the twenty first and the twenty second Monday and Tuesday we're doing a free haircut event for the boys and girls club at Uprock Barbershop downtown SLC State Street and that's about it man I'm I'm building from there I'm I'm trying not to anger the Sasha gods too much and <laughs> <laughs> have them trash my show this is crap Keith I'm really gonna need you to do this no I'm just joking but um I'm I'm happy to have a, a engineer that holds me to high standards and a place to to call my home so thank you Earhole Media and, and so where can we find more information about your show and where can we find you online 
You can find me at Keith L. McDonald on Twitter, at Earhole Media, of course. That's Earhole, W-H-O-L-E. And uh, also Facebook, The People's Pod Show. All right, Wayne, where can we find you, man? Uh, I'm all over Instagram. Uh, just uh, hashtag Wayne on air. You can find me on there or just on 971ZHT.com. You've got a big party coming up, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah all right. Got, our St. No Marty's Gras is going down, and I'm, I'm kind of treating it like it's my birthday because my birthday is the day before. But it's a combination of St. Patrick's Day and Mardi Gras in one, so I'm going to be spinning on 18th at the Depot in what? downtown Salt Lake City. So it's going to be Irish Creole. You had no yeah. Cree- Creels? Creels? Because, and that's Creels. almost like me because I'm part Irish, part black like that. So it's almost Irish I mean Creel. this whole thing fits me it's perfectly. It's really pervy. It's whoever gets the most beads wins. AJ is judging it. So girls have to compete to get beads. So Sasha's gonna, gonna have, be there yeah, with the force. You're gonna have haggis and gumbo. <laughs> And then you would have Sasha feeding these women and giving them beads too at the same time. You'd be like, "Hey, what's up, Betty? The Depot. You looking extra, extra fresh and fit today? Oh, wait a second. I don't like that. I like big girls. All Wait, right, never mind. Wayne, when are you on air, man? All right, so I'm on air Saturdays, uh, twelve to seven, or sorry, one to seven p.m. and then Sundays. 12 to 7 p.m. That's fantastic. Also, like always, you can find me at Johnny McKeon. That's M-C-K-E-O-N. You can catch me on air. I'm Johnny Promo for Mix 107.9 Saturdays from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can find out more information at Mix1079FM.com. Sasha, how about you? You want to say goodbye? Doesn't matter. (laughs) Not even to Bunny. Time and time, a brother asked why the rhyme is not laced with Simply because I don't live that way, but still kicking them rhymes, rugged and rough. But that won't sell, cause you gotta keep it real, so that we can feel where you're coming from. Because these streets is ill, so if you ain't killing niggas and rhymes, your whole sound's just bubblegum. I said I won't contribute to genocide, I'd rather try to cultivate the inside and try to evolve the frustrated ghetto mind. The devil and his army never been a friend of mine, but niggas don't wanna hear that shit, said the brother who was obviously totally misled and yelled out murder. Murder, kill, murder is still in the infinite.